you know, those three events a year. And so, the content is self-creating. And, right. and an ideal mastermind, you guys in this meeting are creating the content, but you're creating the content that you want to hear the most. That's like the ultimate win. How much more successful would you be if you had lunch once a week with insanely successful entrepreneurs who share their biggest secrets on how they think and achieve success? Grab your seat at the table, because this is Business Lunch with Roland Frazier and Ryan Dice. Welcome to another episode of Business Lunch. And today's a snackable episode with Roland where he's going to get into some more tactical strategies that you can start using to live a rich and happy life. If this is the first snackable episode you're hearing, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to some of the other episodes that Roland has put out. And if you want to get notified every time we release a new episode, go to the new businesslunchpodcast.com website and we'll send you detailed notes along with every episode. That's businesslunchpodcast.com, www.businesslunchpodcast.com. And you can sign up for the free email newsletter where you'll be able to get all the highlights and resources Deanna, from the I episodes. would like for you to share... Because you started this one that we're doing now. This is a new mastermind that we're doing starting in March. Starting in March. Um, I would like for you to talk about who it's with and how it came about. Because I think it's a great example of how you can really uh, use someone else's authority and audience in a very powerful way that is, that, that is a significant person, even though you might think you have not that much to offer relatively based on what they're bringing to the table. So we just kind of tell the story of how it came about, what it is and. Yeah. So we, um, so as you know, Roland and I have an event company and, uh, we recently had someone that's running that event company for us. So I will typically just go and show up if it's a really fun event that I want to be a part of. And, um, I was at an event in June and we had a celebrity there that we've used Roland and I have used multiple shows. Um, and his name is Damon John. Y'all all know who Damon John is, right? Um, and so we have a great relationship with him. And every time I see him, I'm like, hey, how are you? And he's like, hey, D. And we'll start talking. We were in behind the green room and um, he was saying something and it was really funny about events. He's like, you know, it's really fun seeing you at all of our events. And I said, you know, if you really, you should really do a mastermind. And I don't even know where this came from. I think Roll and I had been talking the day before about masterminds and something had come up and I said, he goes, yeah, you know, what's really funny is I was talking to someone else the other day about that a while back. And, you know, it just never, never came to fruition. And I said, well, you just must hate money because if you liked money, you would have come to Roland and I and we would help you do a mastermind. And he just left. Then he had to go on the stage. And I thought, gosh, Deanna, that was so stupid. You know, <laughs> I mean, I was second guessing myself going, oh, my gosh, you know. So he comes off the stage and he's like, hey, deep were you serious about that mastermind thing? And I'm like, only if you like money. I mean, I know you hate money. I know that. And um, so we started talking. Long story short, he leaves, does his whole spill. He leaves. And I'm thinking, that's going to be awkward in two months when I see him again, you know? Um, but the week later, the president of his, um, his company sends me a text and says, hey, it's Ted. Um, so Damon says, you guys want to do a mastermind together. And I'm like, holy shit. Oh, okay. So I get all excited and I text Roland. I'm like, you gotta love this. This is awesome. Um, and so, uh, get on the phone with Ted and Ted and I are chatting back and forth. And I wanted to make sure it was going to be a real thing before I bring it to Roland. Like, are you really going to do this? Long story short, back and forth. We know Damon's got an audience. We know people follow Damon. Damon doesn't want to be the, the hamster in the wheel of running the mastermind. He doesn't want to do that. 
but he'll show up three times a year for two days and make millions. He doesn't mind that. He likes money. Roland likes money. I like money. So I'm like, I'll be the hamster. I'll do it. Roland's got the brains. I'm the hamster. You're the celebrity. Let's just go do this thing. And he was like, all right, let's do it. And that's what came of that. But it was because we weren't like what Chris says, you have to not be afraid to just go out there and do that. Um, and what's really great is, is that then, you know, Damon and, and Roland are talking about things and there's just so much more behind the mastermind even. Like the mastermind's only a fraction of what's going to be there. What they can do together in the background on deals and everything else is massive. But that's just, it's the meta, right? And all Damon has to do is show up three times a year for two days and he's going to promote it to his list too. Who's not going to buy that? Right. And we're, and we're just going to run it in the background and do that. So it was really fun to see that happen, which then I got excited. Cause then I'm like, who else can we go? So I'm going through my Rolodex on who else, who else can we do? So I think Roland's like, slow down, Deanna. <laughs> yeah. You just have to be sure that you can deliver on the value. Like, like for her, she got mad at me because, uh, <laughs> Because I, I was not as excited as she wanted me to be. I said, you'll love this deal. you got to love this deal. And, and and I just said, it's. I said, we want to be sure that we can perform. And so, because it was originally to be done in November, which we, I'm going, like, we have this event. Right after this, we have our, our epic board mastermind for two days. Monday, we have an event for our digital marketer people. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we have our traffic and conversion summit at the convention center with 10,000 people. And then the day after that, I leave to go to France for a month and then was going to come back into our War Room Mastermind and our big Get Scalable Alive event with Richard Branson. And then it was going to be time to do the thing with Damon. I was like, when the hell are we going to even be able to sell this? Like, we had to create copy, follow-up sequences, all the things that that Christopher and Daniel were, were sharing. And I was like, I just don't, I don't think we can do a good job of it. And so um, she pouted for a little bit and then got mad at me and then pouted a little bit more. And, um, but then we ultimately talked with them and we moved it to, uh, to March, which I feel super comfortable with because we have time. So just be sure that you can, because you know, it's, not, it's not get a deal with Damon and instant money. It's get a deal with Damon and then you still have to get videos recorded and assets created and a page and a processor and, you know, a contract, you know, all of those kinds of things have to happen. So, you know, when you're doing something with a celebrity, do that. Interestingly enough, we also talked to Marcus Simonis, who was interested in doing it too, but we don't want to do too many at, at a time. So we'd rather keep him on the back burner and do the thing with Damon, have it be wildly successful. Then we can go to Marcus and say, and we just did it with Damon. And look how great that was, right? So Which you, is what I did originally with Marcus's yeah. team. I said, well, we're doing one with Damon. And it wasn't even done yet. <laughs> I mean, you know, and then Roland's like, you know, we probably should wait just a little bit. So, But what I really liked about it was it was just her not knowing that it wasn't possible to do a mastermind with Damon. Because uh, it, it isn't easy to do something like that. But it is absolutely possible. And so all you have to do is kind of put yourself in the thing, in the, the stream of commerce. Now, the back story is that we didn't just call Damon up cold. We hired or referred Damon to come and speak at several events. And so Kevin Harrington and Damon and Marcus are all people that we send a fair amount of business to. And so that helps, you know, lead to the ability to do those deals. But any 
comments, questions, thoughts before yeah. Shown and okay, cool. Shown first. So is this falling under the umbrella of your event company? These it's ones? a partnership that we're doing. Okay, so it's yeah. part. So they're going to be like that. Right. So it's a separate, separate. Okay. Entity. Yeah. Fifty-fifty. Uh, it's fifty-fifty for us and him, and then we'll do the back end, and he's going to promote. The nice thing was when we originally thought about it, we thought we would probably end up doing all of the media and doing everything. And then as I talked to his team a couple weeks ago, they were like, "So just tell us when we have to start promoting this." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, you will promote this. This is awesome. Yes. So yes, you will." And so they've been really excited about it. Um, I probably get two or three emails a week now. They're just really excited about that opportunity to do that. So, um, you know, just, it's and it's also being very upfront. So when Roland did come and say, I was, I'll, I'll be honest, I was nervous of going back to them and saying, we're just gonna hold off. Cause I thought they'll go find another hamster, right? And and Roland's like, you, you've got to explain to them that we need to do it in the right time. And when it is the right time, then it'll be the right time for all of us. So I had that conversation with him and he was like, you know, we, we really respect that you guys are willing to say no right now and wait for the right time. And I'm like, well, you know, speaking with Roland, we just feel like this is the best opportunity is to wait. Um, and they were like, we trust you, let's just do it. And so it was a much easier conversation than I thought because we were honest with them and we had set those expectations. And now they actually trust us even more because we set that bar from the get-go as well. So that was rolling because he was like, we have to, we have to set that timeline and make sure that we're doing a good job. We have one shot and we want to do it right. Cool. Yes, sir. Can we throw the box? Throw the box. Gotta wait for the box. Here we go. That way the people at home can hear. Nice. Nice assist. Cool. I want to get one of these for myself. Yeah, it's on. <laughs> so I can call my daughter. Hey, get up here to the house. <laughs> get over here now. Or call my dog. Get over here, Kobe. Cool B. Kobe. <laughs> No, but uh, my question is, uh, this mastermind with Damon, is it like going to be in a speaking event or is it going to be an interactive event like this? Because like I, this. I, I paid for something to go to Damon Johns before and he didn't show up. Yeah. And and I was super PO'd about him. It's like I paid money to see I, the guy. I would, I would be as well. But this is his mastermind. So he he will be leading it with us. It'll, it's an interactive roundtable kind of thing. It's, it's very, to me, special because Damon's connections are – Samsung Capital and Shopify and I mean like like the the direct connectability for that is insane and and his goal as is ours is deal flow. So again, it's a you know it's a meta thing. Dana, Damon has access to bridge. Really, if you think about it, it's a really awesome deal because we're bridging his audience with his connections, and we're kind of the intermediate facilitators. Now we have connections too, but. And that will lead to deals, which we will have all have a piece of equally, which is pretty exciting. Okay, I think we were right here, back here in the back. Can you throw it? Yeah. Catch, catch. No. <laughs> um, what is your belief or mindset on capacity? Because you mentioned you started with like we have nine masterminds, and here's another one, and then we have another one. How do you approach that from a yeah, mindset standpoint. I believe that Deanna has unlimited capacity. <laughs> it's finding the right people and the right team that can help facilitate it as well. We're, you know, so as long as we can do it and still do a really good job, we'll continue to keep adding to our portfolio. It goes to the above the business concept, right? If, if you're on the org chart, it, it's really tough. 
So Deanna is in on the org chart, but Deanna is cultivating and has cultivated people so that like a lot of the events that we do now, she doesn't go to, which is awesome. So we've she's created lots of little mini Deannas that are able to run those events and they're they're super confident and they see a path up because we're growing and expanding as well. So it's win-win for everybody. For me, you know, I don't I I don't want to be doing any of that stuff. But where my like my big give is always in the launch. So it's always at the beginning of something. So even in a consulting for equity deal, I'm planning on 90 to 120 days where I'm going to have to spend a lot of time with it. So I won't take on more of those deals at a given time than I have the ability to, to know that that 90 to 120 days of setup time is important. But once I've done that, I don't really have to do a whole lot, right? I'm there just like I would talk to any friend, it's really, or business partner, it's people text me and we might have a meeting once a quarter, right? right? Or if they're around, we'll go to lunch and we'll talk about stuff, but it's not a whole lot of work because I'm, I'm not on the org chart doing the stuff. I'm helping them either build the team or enable the team that they've got to do the things that we identify as being important. And at most, I'll be involved in a quarterly uh, strategic planning meeting where we're saying, what is our theme for this quarter? What are our three pillars to achieve the theme? And what are the initiatives under each of the pillars? And then that's it. But getting back to what you were saying, though, masterminds are probably one of the easiest things to do because all you have to have is really one person that's being a concierge all year long. And then Roland and, and Damon and myself, we just have to show up, you know, those three events a year. And so, the content is self-creating. And, right. and an ideal mastermind, you guys in this meeting are creating the content, but you're creating the content that you want to hear the most. That's like the ultimate win. Like I said at the beginning, I got thousands of slides that I can go through and talk at you. But if I'm talking with you and we're solving the challenges that you've got that are most important to you, and you're hearing the other people's challenges, which many of you are going to have the same challenges that you hear from other people, that to me is the most valuable thing. So the beauty of a mastermind done right is that it's pretty easy. You just go and show up and talk, right? Yeah. Oh, and then you have two of those. Yeah. Will you hold that up? That's you have two of those. So you guys have this also. This is in your portal. This is the, what is it, 119 pages or something? There's two of them. Yeah. This giant two volume set of how to run a mastermind, everything you could ever want to know from a logistics stat standpoint uh, in there in the sprint, in the mastermind sprint. Yeah. No, I'm planning on lots of grand masterminds, right? Because that's what you want to do. That's where you can go from. I love it. Did, was there a question right behind Doug? I think, did she have her hand up earlier? Right did you did you have your hand up a minute ago? Okay. Here, can we get the box? The, by the way, the box is for two reasons. It's so everybody at home can hear the questions because they can't hear since they're not in the room. So that's why we appreciate you guys doing that. So this might be a uh, how long is a piece of string question, but in terms of especially launching your first mastermind, how long would you give to promote that? So two months, three months? Yeah, I, I, I would say four to eight weeks. Four to eight, okay. Yeah, cool. Six weeks is kind of the ideal. Four weeks, if you're in a hurry, I wouldn't do it fewer than that. Eight weeks, much more than eight weeks, it's too far off for people. Okay. And events, it's the same way. Like our challenges, the most 
people come in two weeks before. We promote four weeks before. Most people promote just two weeks before. That's true for in-person as well, even yeah. if you're flying in? Yeah. Well, well for, for flying in, okay. it's four to eight. Got it. Yeah. You, unless you're trying to get, like, if you're trying to get 3,000 people, then you're probably 16 weeks out. I think we promote 16 weeks out for Super Early Bird for, uh, for our big event, like 1,000-plus people. Okay. Cool. Thank you. I think so. And just to be clear, that's just promotion, meaning that you're probably from ideation could take maybe up to six months to curate media, set schedule. I mean, like, what, I mean, again, it's an SOP thing, but we're, yeah. we're pretty fast yeah. on that stuff. Right. Like the first challenge we did, we said, let's do it a week from today. Yeah. You know, so. Got it. I, I like that just because then it's really scary. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, holy shit, I've got to do this stuff really fast. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Parkinson's law, right? It's going to take as long as you plan for it. Yes. So. Yes. Cool. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. Well, if we don't have it, we'll borrow it. Borrow it from somebody else. Cool. I like these long-range uh, tosses. I was just curious, what software are you using to manage the operations of that as you scale? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say it that way? What, what, what software are you using, Dee? You know what? It's called a Google Doc, my friend. <laughs> Actually, we do. Uh, we have Keep, which is we use. Um, it's a good CRM. Um, we're looking at adding a new component with PipeDrive as well. I'm currently using PipeDrive for another company that, that we have with Scalable. But um, uh, right now, the basics of what we're doing, we, we put the information in a Google Doc, and then we'll transfer that over to Keep. It's really, really simple. You don't need to have every single bell and whistle. I think uh, one of our um, one of our friends was telling me the other day that they, they found that they, this person was buying just thousands and thousands of dollars of all the bells and whistles, and nothing was being done. You don't you don't need all that. Get started. Whether it's a Google Doc or whatever, just get started. Yeah, we we have community wise. We've used um, Mighty Networks. Circle. We've used Circle. Uh, we've used Facebook. Uh, WhatsApp is the one that we're using for Epic Board. I, I really like WhatsApp because I'm on it. Like it's it's easy for me because all my international stuff pretty much happens on on there and Telegram. But nobody that I know uses Telegram. So here in the states, so WhatsApp has been very effective for communicating. And then so we'll do a, a, a easily accessible, hopefully already on their phone app, which is what I don't like about Mighty Networks or Circle, um, but. So, so that for communications and then um, for portals, is it all Kajabi or? It's right now what we use is Kajabi. I will say that for one of our others that we're looking at is called School, S-K-O-O-L. It's really cheap and it's a really cool um, uh, software that you can drop in videos, you can drop in the community, you can drop in your calendar. It won't work for Epic and CAV because we have like a thousand calendars. But if you had one calendar, you know, one portal, it will work and it's like $97 a month. It's wow. really cheap. So, I mean, it's it's great for that kind of thing. If you want participation in your community, you've got to have something that they're going to, that's already on their phone. It's really hard to get somebody into those other things, even though you'll look at it and you'll be like, this is amazing. Like Mighty Networks is super cool. Circle's super cool. We've used a couple others too that I can't remember. But um, but nothing works as well as Facebook or WhatsApp. You know, and here's a good example. Sense. War Room, which is one of our masterminds, we've had that. I mean, I've been involved in 10 years and we've had a Facebook group. And 
They never use it. The only time that you ever see anything in the, in that Facebook group is when we're we're posting for an event or something like that. Um, the WhatsApp group for the Epic board is every day, all day long. There's stuff being posted all the day. It's so And that's changed because people used to be on Facebook a lot more, but most of the people I know don't use Facebook at all anymore. Right. Right. Somehow it still works okay for advertising, but an Instagram is where most of those people went. Um, but Instagram and TikTok don't really have good places to communicate. YouTube's interface sucks, right? So you're kind of, I, I don't really know what you would use other than you know, WhatsApp or something like that at this point. Cool, thank yeah. you. Hey, Roland Frazier here. If you're looking for a way to grow your business exponentially, to get more customers and ultimately increase your wealth, there's no faster way to do it than to acquire other businesses that already have the customers, products, services, teams, and media that you want. If you want to double your sales, just acquire a company that has the same sales as yours. It sounds simple, but far too many people end up starting new businesses that fail and forget that they could skip all the hard stuff and just acquire one that already exists. There's a reason why private equity firms, family offices, big companies like Apple, Google, and some of the smartest entrepreneurs on the planet do not start new businesses from scratch. They acquire already successful businesses. And when they do it, they instantly increase their sales, their profits. If they want market share, they increase that. They can get new products and services to offer all instantly. Hey, look, 90% of new businesses fail. 90%. Why not acquire an already successful business and increase your chances of success by 900%? What most people don't realize is you can acquire highly profitable businesses with no money out of your own pocket in pretty much any country in the world, regardless of your credit and without having to go find a bunch of investors or needing any experience. Look, I've been acquiring businesses for over 30 years now, and I cover the whole process in my epic investing strategy training, and I want to give it to you. 100% free. Just visit businesslaunchpodcast.com forward slash epic to get your free access to my epic investing training right now while it's available. Hey, Roland Frazier here. If you're looking for a way to grow your business exponentially, to get more customers and ultimately increase your wealth, there's no faster way to do it than to acquire other businesses that already have the customers, products, services, teams, and media that you want. If you want to double your sales, just acquire a company that has the same sales as yours. It sounds simple, but far too many people end up starting new businesses that fail and forget that they could skip all the hard stuff and just acquire one that already exists. There's a reason why Private equity firms, family offices, big companies like Apple, Google, and some of the smartest entrepreneurs on the planet do not start new businesses from scratch. They acquire already successful businesses. And when they do it, they instantly increase their sales, their profits. If they want market share, they increase that. They can get new products and services to offer all instantly. Hey, look, 90% of new businesses fail. 90%. Why not acquire an already successful business and increase your chances of success by 900%? What most people don't realize is you can acquire highly profitable businesses with no money out of your own pocket in pretty much any country in the world, regardless of your credit and without having to go find a bunch of investors or needing any experience. 
Look, I've been acquiring businesses for over 30 years now, and I cover the whole process in my epic investing strategy training, and I want to give it to you 100% free. Just visit businesslunchpodcast.com forward slash epic to get your free access to my epic investing training right now while it's available. 